Let's keep calm and mother on. Mothering is way too important to do alone and way too serious to be serious all the time. My name is Christy Thomas, and I am here shoulder to shoulder with you, mothering and enjoying life together. This is the podcast where you can focus on being mindful and taking a deep breath with me and learning new things so you can pause and savor the amazing life you already have. I am so excited for the month of April with you. This is going to be awesome. I have never done this before. For the month of April, we're going to focus on one topic. I have a solo show today and then three awesome guests and then another solo show to wrap up the month. But before we talk about the big theme of April, I want to make sure I invite you to the brand new community that starts on April 5th. There's a flash sale until April 5th. So if you get in now, you're at the founding level. And it's a community called Finish the Book. I have brought to you so many amazing authors over the last almost two and a half years of having this podcast. And what I know from talking to you is that you buy these books after hearing great interviews, and then they sit next to your bed and you don't finish them. So I want to hold your hand. I want to make sure that when I have a great guest and I share with you an amazing resource that I then help you finish the book. I want to read one book with you slowly over three months. I'm going to text you support. We're going to have twice a month calls and we're going to work on taking what's in the book and applying it to our lives through tiny, small actions. I am so dang excited. I love books. I love small communities. And I think this is just the next step for the Keep Calm and Mother on podcast for growing together because motherhood is way too serious to do alone. So in the top of the show notes is a link to the Finish the Book community. If you join right now, you get the flash sale price of $25 a month. It is going to be amazing. Now let's jump in about April. The month of April is going to be all about screens and screen usage and the impact on screens and how it feels inside of our bodies, and what we can do instead, or what habits do we need to add to our life. But before we talk about the amazing people I have on to help walk us through some of these different ideas, I want to tell you about the screen sabbatical I took, right, in the fall. I don't know if you noticed that, but through half of September and almost all of October, I took a break from Instagram and I dappled in Facebook um, because some Facebook groups are required volunteer work for me. During this time, I really was able to put down my phone more. I was much more focused, more energy, a little bit better attitude, right? What I noticed right away is that I suddenly had time that I didn't think I had. So that was shocking right? When you realize how much time, like Apple has the screen time alert, but until you actually like feel all the extra time in your day, you're like, oh, okay. I, I can see those hours on the screen time alert, 
But when I feel it in my day, it's just different. So I took a 40-day break. I would tell you that I read a lot of books. I don't even remember anymore. I think we spent a lot of time outside. And it really just gave me a lot of time to think because for a lot of 2020, the internet was a really noisy place. Really big conversations were happening around the election and social justice and racial justice. Lots and lots of shifting happened in 2020. People that I looked up to on Instagram um, as micro-homeschooler celebrities blocked me for asking different questions. It really just shifted a lot of things. Things that I thought I wanted, I didn't want anymore, and I just needed the space to be quiet so I could be still and know, for lack of a better word. And during that time, I started to daydream of what's come up, right, with the book club and how to shift how I was helping other people because I wanted to help in a way that felt more congruent in my body. I wanted to feel good with everything I was making. But also... It gave me a lot of time to just stop and notice my kids, to be the noun in the room, like Dr. Michelle Borba said last week, instead of being a verb on the go all the time. We know that moms are verbs, but it's good to have space so you can just be a noun and just be there. So I had more time to be a noun, and I had time to notice one of my kids, and that kid was having this weird thing every once in a while their eyelids would pause and flutter and I didn't know what was happening Um, the child wasn't necessarily responsive during it but the child also wasn't having any distress during it either and I didn't really think much of it because (laughs) You know, sometimes some of our kids are just super daydreamy and and they are the type of kid that just fills time with imagination. But also in the middle of this, at the beginning of September-ish, one of my friends had a kid that ended up in the emergency room with a traditional seizure. So the type of seizure where there is some twitching, she um, definitely, the child was scared, the mother was scared. And during that time, she reached out to me and another friend and we did internet research about how to help this this 12-year-old go through these hard things that were gonna be needed next for evaluation. And that's when I noticed when you're talking about seizures, we all think of the one type that are on films, or at least most of it's do, right? You think about a person that you need to lay down the floor. You think about clearing the airway, making sure their body doesn't get hurt. It's a pretty dramatic event. But when you start helping a 12-year-old learn about seizures... 
other types of seizures are talked about in those videos on YouTube. That helping that other person allowed me to make some dots together, connect the dots with my own kiddos, eyes rolling up and blinking. So I did what any modern parent with a smartphone would do. I noticed when an event was happening and that they were kind of bundling together. If I saw one, I would sometimes see a couple of those eyelid blinking things and I got it on film. And then I asked the child if they had ever noticed that they've done this before and I tried to get them to replicate it and they couldn't. (laughs) That's when I knew we needed to go look at seizures and talk to a neurologist and do an EEG and get referrals. But my story here, while I'm sharing this, is because I had never heard of absence seizures before, which is what these seizures are called. And I even searched in podcasts and I heard a video of a little girl and their mom talking about it um, from Australia. I think it's Australia or New Zealand. I'll put that in the show notes too. Sometimes we need permission to follow our gut and to take a break. And I don't know if I hadn't followed that gut moment, if I would have been able to notice this as quickly as I did before it started impacted learning and and potentially safety. When you Google absence seizures, they are hard to notice. They're like three to five seconds long at most. They're really hard to catch. It's minimal. A lot of the people around me had never seen the event happen, even when they were in the same room as us. But that 40-day break allowed me to see something that I wouldn't have seen because it helped me reshift my priorities. And you probably don't hear many people telling you in a gut-wrenching way, I don't know if I would have gotten a diagnosis for this child sooner, or if I would have noticed it sooner. I don't know how long this was going on. I mean, right now, everything is stable and it's solid. So I don't have any regrets about this. But I want you to know that it's okay to take breaks. (laughs) No one needs you on social media. Your life is right here in your house. The most important things are are actual people that live with you, right? Sometimes it's so easy to get wrapped up in really big dreams and big ideas of how to change the world or how to help that we forget that the tiniest things we can do is not argue with strangers on the internet or try to share information, but to actually engage with the people in our life and to love them well. So for the month of April, we're talking about what things actually matter to you in your life and activities that are high quality activities and how we can do more of those. Because there are some activities that if we just do more of them, will take care of the effects, the negative effects of screen time. They'll balance them out and these high quality activities will draw us in And our life will feel better. And 
The internet is not going anywhere. Screen time isn't going anywhere. So it's up to us to have hard conversations and to say, I took a break and here's what I saw happened. I think it's a good rule of thumb to take one day a week off, one weekend a quarter off, and one week a year off. I don't know who credited that, (laughs) Um, but that's a good rule of thumb. Do you think you can do that? I just challenge you to create more space for quiet. Everyone's going to be trying to vie for your attention, myself included, right? Like I publish a podcast. I want you to listen, but also I want you to live your best life. I want you to savor the amazing life you already have. And if your life is too busy to listen to podcasts, then stop and listen to your kids Tell ridiculous jokes. Like, why did the dinosaur cross the road? Because the chicken wasn't alive yet. (laughs) Ba-bum. And now, let's talk about self-care and family play ideas. Because those are the anchors that are tiny daily habits that make a huge difference in my life. The self-care for today's episode is super simple. I want you to have no screens in your hands while you do it. And I want you to lay down on the floor next to a wall. And I want you to put your feet up on the wall and scoot your booty back so it's against the wall and just sit there with your legs up for at least a minute. Okay? If you can do more, great. You can read a book, a paper book, while doing it, but no scrolling, hope scrolling or doom scrolling, okay? Just feel your body and let it relax. It's good to be home in your body. Now your family play idea, I really want you to get out balloons and draw faces on the balloons. My kids did this last week with friends and they drew portraits of people on the balloons and then they bopped those balloons all around. They put them on strings and tried to get them to fly like a kite. They dropped them from the tops of ladders. Just so many things happened with balloons. But if you have kids old enough to use Sharpies without pressing too hard so the balloons don't pop, um, then... I suggest balloon portraits. And in fact, you could make the balloon portrait um, and then mail it to someone or drop it off at someone. Like if it's a grandparent's house, go hide it at their house. Give them a present, (laughs) a kid balloon. (laughs) It sounds kind of strange that they say it out loud. It was better in my head. Anyways, enjoy these moments. Your kids are exactly the right kids for you. And you are exactly the right mom for your kids. And mostly, even if you don't have kids and you listen to this podcast, especially you, I am so glad you're here on earth with me right now. What a special moment it is to be alive. And I thank you for sharing your time with me today. If you haven't left a rating and review, I would love it if you left a rating and review so that Maybe someone else stumbles upon it and 
tries out the Keep Calm and Mother on podcast because of your words. I want to disclose that the child who was diagnosed with absence seizures gave me permission to talk about it in this episode as long as I didn't share which child of mine it was. That we've had big conversations about how hard it was to find good resources about this topic and that most of our people, unless they had direct medical training, had never, ever, ever heard of this before. So thank you for listening and make sure you pause and listen to that little voice inside and take breaks when you need them. I can't wait to talk next week with Megan Owens about screens and kids and high quality living. Have a great week. Happy Easter. Bye.